The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. I'm Shannon Penrod, and that's Lisa Ackerman. We're so excited to have her here with us this morning. In fact, we're going to have her for the whole hour, end to end, because we never, and that's not going to be enough time, because we never have enough time to talk with her. Uh, I outsmarted myself a little bit because I was going to have two puppets uh, during the the little thing, but then I realized I needed a finger to unmute myself. So (laughs) it's that kind of a day, Lisa. Uh, So I want to start by saying uh, welcome, you guys. So thrilled that you're here. Uh, and, and those of you who are here with us live, wonderful to have you. You can be writing in your comments right now on Facebook, on YouTube, or on our homepage at autism-live.com. Uh, if you need to watch this show later on, please know that there are a gazillion ways to watch it, not only on Facebook Live, but recorded. Facebook Live, but not live, right? Uh, YouTube live and then also podcasts, but you can watch this on iTunes. It's a free download. You can watch it with just sound or you can listen to it with just sound or watch it with sound and picture. And you can listen on Spotify, on Deezer and on iHeartRadio. So, but you can all check out the whole thing, all the things. In fact, you can see every interview we've ever done with Lisa and you can see every recipe that she's ever done on Autism Live. And you can see uh, there's a whole series that she did called Paca Talk. So you can see all of those things on Autism Live's homepage, autism-live.com. I don't know if you know this, uh, Lisa, but we're not, we're not now showing interstitial things as much uh, while we're um, in this COVID thing and we're coming to you from individual homes but we continue to show those recipes like nobody's business. And there's a whole playlist. Uh, In fact, there's two playlists that are just you on autism-live.com, which is pretty incredible. Sorry. I I say the same thing whenever people say, you know, oh, I watch you all the time. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, But in your case, it's a good thing. For people who don't know you, um, there are lots of words to describe you, um, but certainly, you know, the one, see, I'm going to get emotional already. The one that comes to mind, because it's this week, is that you are an amazing mom. Um, And so, and that has driven a lot of the things that you have done in your life. You are the founder of an amazing organization, the largest parent organization in the autism realm. Uh, Taka, you're wearing the shirt there which stands for the Autism Community in Action. But you do a lot of things and uh, you are a lot of things to a lot of people. So it's a big thrill to get you to be with us in the week of Mother's Day. Let's start with how are you doing? 
Well, one, if I ever need an ego boost, I'm going to just come hang out with you. Uh, I feel the I, same way about you. Oh, bless your heart. So but I'm your biggest fan. I don't know if you <laughs> realize or remember that. That may not be true. Your kids are probably, I'm right up there with your kids. <laughs> well, my kids are, are something else, grandson too. So yeah, it's a lot of fun being a mom and a grandma. Um, That's yeah, right. Doing, your grandma too. Yeah, we're doing okay. It's, um, I, I refuse to call it the new normal. It's just this interim phase that we will get through together. Um, you know, there's a lot of disruption, a lot of people suffering, and we're just trying to work through it and help people where they are today and get them down their path so they have healthy outcomes later. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, so much has happened in the last, I don't know how many weeks, nine, 10 weeks, but in the midst of all that, um, an event happened that happens, oh, about every two years. And we usually have you on right afterwards because you're yeah. our resident expert on prevalence. Yeah. And the CDC came out and said new numbers. And we mentioned it briefly on the show, meant to have you on sooner and a whole lot of poo hit the fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thrilled to have you here. We still need to talk about it. Yeah. It's not That's going away. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so what talk to us. us give us the skinny because you're our expert on <laughs> well i got sick right afterwards but it wasn't covid so that's why you didn't uh get me um still got the cough but it's something different um so the number is one in 54 that came out um and there's a cool little chart from the addm and that's the autism and developmental disabilities monitoring network or adam for short um, all these cool little acronyms and names that we can have. Um, TACA was established in 2000 as long as, as well as this group. Uh, Dr. Walter Zahudni out of Rutgers University is just one of my most favorite people in the whole world. And I keep telling my husband, I may leave him for Walter. Please don't <laughs> let that get out. Um, just kidding. Um, He's an incredible researcher and he's led the charge on this. And we're about 3% now of, of kids in the United States who have autism. Uh, it's worse in Jersey by far. Um, but the chart that um, we have on the birth year, they talk about, it takes quite some time for the CDC and this group uh, to um, look at the 11 sites uh, do the survey and analysis on eight-year-olds and four-year-olds. And the last number for eight-year-olds came out one in 54. Um, the four-year-olds, um, the number, it, it's hard to justify that because we know many people don't get their kid diagnosed until they're in school. Yeah. Um, that number is not improving. In fact, that number um, the learn the signs uh, movement to get people diagnosed earlier is actually uh, the timelines increase, not decreased. Uh, so it's a 178% increase since 2000. Um, it's a 10% increase in two years. Uh, and it's just too many kids. Uh, and with what's going on in our world, and I'm not going to complain, but I do think autism is important. Um, it barely was a blip on the radar. I mean, here we are with the largest developmental disability, and it is a disability for about 95% of those living with autism and that label that are diagnosed by professionals. Um, so I'm, I'm deeply concerned. And 
we got to get people to care. So any ideas, Jeremy? <laughs> oh, right. Like, Sorry. and if I, if, if I even thought about having an idea, I would run to you because you would have had the idea 10 years before. Um, it's sometimes it takes my breath away. And I got to say, uh, you know, we have, we have a viewer, a lovely viewer, Johanny, who wrote in and said, woohoo, Lisa Ackerman, ladies, I need to tell you, I'm getting really tired being mom, realtor, therapist, and first grade teacher help. Um, so I, you know, and I wanted to say that because I, you know, I was just about to say, I get really tired sometimes and I don't have a right to, because, you know, moms like that, that are in the thick of it, um, yeah. Whew, yeah. you know, but it is. It does feel like Mount Everest sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and just when I think, gosh, you know, we're never going to get there, something will happen, and and I'll go, oh, okay, that's an inroad. And I have to say that um, the example that I'm going to point to is somebody that you love and that I love, Kobe Bird. Oh, I love Kobe. Right, He's my guy. And what last, was it last fall? I'm trying to think, because it seems like you're- October last year that he- October, said. you do conferences every spring and every fall. Yeah, and you had your fall conference mm -hmm. and you, you had the foresight, you had asked him like, I don't know, like two years before to be uh, the keynote speaker at your, um, at your conference. And this is a crazy large conference, you guys. This is not some 35 people. This is, you know, what, 10,000 people. It was, or not. No, I, 14, I don't know. 1,400, let's not get crazy. 1,400, okay, like I, <laughs> I get that exact. So 1,400 people in a ballroom, everybody buzzing, exciting. And this 17-year-old young man on the spectrum got up and spoke for how long, Lisa? Uh, he spoke for over an hour and I'm trying to find the picture of him and I, I just, I'm, I couldn't be more proud of this kid. Um, and I think the most interesting part of it, he was on the good doctor was two years ago. Um, and it was so interesting because I retweeted, um, that he was on the good doctor. And quite frankly, I lost sight of this tall, mostly mm -hmm. man child. Um, I knew him when he was a lot younger and met him I think in 2006 at the Taka family picnic and I was just laughing that he um he shared that um after I retweeted him that Taka changed his life yes and um I was blown away and then I had to get reacquainted with Rachel and then I'm like oh my god of course that's his mom and his mom yes. is incredible one, one of my best friends and, and she says that you know you changed their lives because she went to that taco picnic and that it was everything to her yeah and I just I'm so blown away um by his uh transformation and just getting comfortable in his own skin and um, my son, Jeff, had a very similar response to theater. You know, um, if you gave him a script, he'd kill it every day. Mm -hmm. um, he would be uh, just having the best time. I'm, I'm multitasking, and I know you probably love that I'm doing that. No, um, no, no. I, I'm the same way, because when because it, it's a great picture. I know it's a great I picture. I want that and... picture! But of course, <laughs> now I'm Captain Lame Sauce. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I love you so much. Spoke for an hour oh. and I had people come up to me and say that was perhaps one of our uh, their most favorite presentations because he was so real he talked about being bullied 
He talked about his struggles. He talked about how his mom helped him overcome things and lifted him up when he was down. And then he turned it around and lifted his mom up on days and just really was so, it was so touching and so sweet and so honest. And yes. he's, he's just the epitome of a real sweetheart. Someone yeah. who really just became a really amazing human and yes. his story. So I'm so proud of him. And I'm proud of you because I'm proud of you because you're a part of his story, Lisa, and made it possible for him and his family to do, you know, to, to get the help that they needed, which was an important step on their way to him now yeah. being someone who has the microphone. You know, yeah. he he is, you know, uh, killing it over on Lock and Key on Netflix, which if you guys haven't watched, you need to watch. Oh my but God, he so but but he does red carpets and he, he's speaking and there he was on your stage. And I was so proud of you because I got to say, Lisa, I don't know very many people who, who like walk their talk like you do. You were like, no, I'm going to give the stage to a young man, not even an adult, like close. He's turning 18 this month, yeah, but he was yeah. 17 then. Yeah. And for you to be like, uh, you know, yes, he's going to get the stage for an hour. And I was like, now that takes some guts on his part and on your part. And man, did it pay off in spades because we were riveted. I was in the audience. We were riveted the entire time, that whole audience standing ovation and everybody was sobbing tears of joy. And I don't know, that's what gives me hope that we are going to get there yeah. Um, yeah. because of people, people like you and people like him um, we're going to, and now there's a whole host of people that are paying attention that weren't before, um, because there's, you know, they're seeing our young people. It's, I, I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to thank you. <laughs> I know, um, you, cause it was great. It was great. What you did. Your conferences are always amazing. And I just want to say to people that, you know, you need to get to their conferences. Uh, and, and I know that you're going to be doing conferences again and, uh, whether, you know, whether you do them online or whatever, for a period of time, people need to go, you will get your batteries refreshed. Plus you'll learn a whole bunch. Yeah. I always have, it takes me months to process the things. <laughs> well, um, I, mean, I think I, I attribute this quote to Magic Johnson. I really hope he said it, but if you get the right help and you have the, and the hope you, you can be anything. And, yeah. and Kobe's a testament to that. And his mom worked really hard. He worked harder than he needed to too, but he did. And uh, he still credits being gluten-free, casein-free and having the medical support and the homeschooling and the individualized therapy that helped him overcome a lot of obstacles. And it was just so sweet because he's he's like, these are the things I'm still working on. Yep. These are the things that I want to do with my life. And I love acting and just to see him be so excited and when netflix released lock and key you know i was the first in line to watch the whole thing and <laughs> we binged it at our house and it was amazing yeah it was and there he was it i know working working right. just working and Good. uh and being amazing i gotta say too because i guess this is the first time i've had you on since then which seems crazy um, it was great to hear him speak. He's an amazing speaker. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll tell you what I loved as much was that afterwards you got up on stage and 
led him in a series of questions, which was really wonderful. And then because you're brilliant, you got his mom up on stage. And, you know, I happen I to know that she was thrilled with me because I gave her like a two minute notice. Like, <laughs> well, and I was sitting next to her and I think that she was like, what? but then, but then she got up there and I was so glad because I happened to know her as being like a brilliant person yeah. and a brilliant mom. And, and I was so glad that you did that. Um, for so many reasons, but I, I loved that people got to hear where she was coming from, which I think is remarkable. Um, so you're brilliant. Um, and thank you for like, for, you know, giving everybody that opportunity. Um, Cause I think it was good for all of us. So yeah. I could just wax poetic about you forever, but um, let's talk a little bit about Taka. I, yeah. I imagine that there are people that are watching that don't know that much about Taka and they should. Um, and they should know why it helped Kobe and why it helped me and why it helped my yeah. kid and why it helped his mom. Um, um, talk to us. It's our 20th anniversary this year. We had a whole mm. 20th anniversary thing we were going to do, but COVID kind of threw that out the window for a little bit. Um, our goal is to provide education, support, and hope to families living with autism. So we serve over 72,000. We're adding on average 60 or 600, excuse me, 600 new people every month um, and um, our vision for people living with autism is like what with Kobe and what, what my son's doing uh, for every individual diagnosed with autism to lead an independent and fantastic life I always add that in um, so we're in 32 states now uh, right well all 50 virtually of course uh, but physically we have an army of almost 2,000 volunteers that are just the most caring, awesome humans on the planet. Um, they lift you up, they kick you on the bottom when you need it, and they tell you what you can do to help make a difference in your kid's life today. And I'm honored to stand with them um, every day. That's yeah. I know. You got, you know, I gotta say, anytime I go anywhere that's autism related, I always look for where is the Taka group? You can always recognize them, even if they weren't all wearing T-shirts that said Taka, because they're the people having the most fun, right? And they're the people who look like they're the most comfortable in their skin because they are, they know where they know where they are, they know who they are, they know who they're with. And yeah. you know, I love the whole tribe mentality part of, of autism. And if you feel like you're missing out on it, you need to join yourself to Taka. Um, where you can feel the love and feel the community and lean into a safety net that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. And I think the, the thing that we really, the reason why you see um, those ladies and gentlemen just lifted up and um, smiling and purposeful, they're hopeful. Um, they have tools and they want to share that information. They're all about pay it forward, turn around, help the family next to you um, and make sure you make a difference, not only in your own life, but in uh, the person in your community that needs you too. Yeah. So it's in, and that's why it's energy, you know, energy begets energy. And when you have that energy in the room, it's really unstoppable. Yeah. And you guys have done so many things over the years. You really looked at what the community needed and, and presented. It's a body of work, Lisa. I mean, 20 years, you got to be, you, you're, 
you know, you're not done. I know you're not done, but you've already left a legacy that is large. You know, even if I just look at your, your journey guides, I know that's not what you call them. What do you call them? They're journey guides. Journey you guides. Okay. On the head. You did good. Um, I and there, I could go grab it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well describe for people because there pro- there might be people that don't know about them and haven't taken the time to, to make sure that they can get one. Yeah, we have autism journey guide and it's over a 200 page tool and it's everything you need to know right at the start of your journey or at the beginning, middle or, you know, halfway through whatever. Um, But it's everything that you should know about, you know, the diagnostic criteria where your kid fits in that, um, the learning tools, um, the dietary intervention, food is medicine, 100% food is medicine. Uh, the medical pieces, if I could just pause on the medical for just a moment, there's 50 Mm -hmm. abstracts on average coming out each week prior to COVID. I don't know what it is now. I haven't been able to look at the science piece, but new treatments, new exciting things that are changing the world and the direction um, and the coexisting medical issues. And I I hate to geek on it for a moment, but the average number of (laughs) <laughs> the average number of diagnoses per kid with autism is five. And a lot of those diagnoses, um, like for my guy, gastrointestinal, which is ileitis, mitochondrial dysfunction, uh, metabolic conditions, sleep disorders, um, just a myriad of issues and cerebral folate autoimmunity. So, I mean, that was before I got to the auditory processing, apraxia, um, and just reading comprehension disorder, which is a real thing. Um, so he had eight that, that I can recall right now. A lot of them are um, in the history books, which is great. So um, I know with treatments and what have you, things can get better. And then there's, going back to the guide, see, I can circle back. Um, there's also the legal aspects so you can understand uh, the rights law with regards to you know, school, Uh, And then, of course, when uh, becoming an adult, what you can do to help protect your child uh, that may need your help um, and and then support. So it's really just a great tool. Um, We're grateful to the American Legion Foundation. They print our guides for us every year. And last year we gave out um, close to 5000 of them. So you get free at our events or five dollars on our website. There you go. So um, let's talk about your website because I got to say, you know, I mean, I made a decision many years ago that I was going to host shows and interview people and and do all that so that people could find this information. But, you know, I so I've been hosting shows about autism for over 10 years. I'm never going to scratch the surface of the information that is on the Taka website. And I am humbled by that. And I, I want you to know that I refer people all the time and say, if you want it like the place that has the most information is the TACA website. I don't know how you do that, but it's a, a thing of beauty. Well, how do we get there? It's not, well, it's not one person anymore. There's 20 people that are at TACA that work and then there's 2000 volunteers. So there's, it's a constant effort. And this year we're doing a complete up, uh, refresh to every everything on the website and we've gone through about 40 articles um, and they've been completely redone. So like sleep has been updated, uh, gastrointestinal issues have been updated, um, all of the learning tools and then the newly added COVID homeschooling tips and tricks. So like for example, the reading comprehension, 
if you're concerned about reading comprehension, there's a whole how-to section plus books and introduce reading comprehension. So the kid who was in the zero percentile, um, I think we first tested him for reading comprehension in second grade, it was zero uh, percentile. Um, and then third grade, 1%, fourth grade, 1%. So, I mean, it didn't change and get into double digits until he was in high school. Wow. He's still at 11%. This kid just finished his junior year college finals with an A average um, nice. and can write 20 page papers um, and take tests that make me cry. Like he doesn't <laughs> ask me for help um, with his homework because he knows all I can do is cook dinner and provide humor. Um, I'm not <laughs> going to assist him in any way, stretch of the imagination with any help on his homework. I usually just walk over and go, oh, that sucks. Good luck. You know, and walk away. Um, just, I, he had to take world religion, world religion. And he was telling me about Taoism. I'm like, okay, okay. okay. What do you like about Taoism? And he was able to go and tell me all about Taoism. Wow. Is that like Pretty Hinduism? Cool. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, no disrespect to anyone watching, but the point being is I, he educates me every day. <laughs> I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, so where is the website? And then I'm going to go over some of the comments people yeah, are writing. Takanow.org, T-A-C-A, now.org. Um, if you can read backwards. Yeah, I should always fix that, but yeah, I'm not smart. Uh, so talkingout.org, uh, and there's different sections, the medical section, the diet section, there's a newly diagnosed section, there's a learning, a resource section, uh, and pretty much it's grouped by the categories you're going to look, and the good old search bar is a great place to start if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you could spend, you know, the, the rest of this isolation just reading what's on that website to get from end to end. Um, and it'd be worth it. You'd learn a lot. So yeah. check it out. It's free. You know, uh, like instead of just keeping going, looking all over the internet, trying to find answers, we just gave you the shortcuts. Uh, yeah, there you go. True. There's the wormhole. Takanow.org. <laughs> uh, so somebody says, Lisa, I've tried connecting with your local group in Pennsylvania, but it's over an hour away. Yeah. What are the chances more will pop up? So maybe there might be something closer. Yeah, I would love to put a chapter by every Starbucks, but it really, it dictates on um, having the right amount of volunteers per geography. And so what I would suggest, we're not building new chapters during COVID, um, but I would uh, start the process and become a mentor. If you become a mentor, um, then get uh, three other volunteers to work with you, uh, then come to us and say you're considering doing a new chapter. Uh, but right now, there's a lot of virtual things. We're doing two chapter meetings a month virtually. The next one coming up is social skills. So she doesn't need to drive an hour. She can just turn on her computer and learn there about social skills. So we're doing two virtual chapter meetings every month. Uh, the last one was on uh, nonverbal, preverbal children. One before that was presuming competence. Um, so there's just a lot of great tools, but the next one is teaching social skills and uh, it's a great session. Where will they find the way into that? Um, if you go to the TACA website, uh, there's going to be tacanow.org, find a meeting. 
the okay. find the meeting um there's i got the virtual meeting box and it's social skills uh, and you can click on that and it will connect you the nice part is it will connect you to your local chapter so when we start kicking off post covid uh, it will connect you to the place you can go and okay the other thing I would encourage any family that is a half hour, an hour drive is it's worth it. If it's once a month, you're going to get together. Uh, don't be afraid of your car. Dive in your car. Shannon, you've even come to meetings. So I have, on. and they're wonderful. Come on now. So, and just take the time, carve it out, uh, make it a thing, grab a couple of people from in your car and get there. You'll be happy yeah. you did. Yeah. It, there's nothing like it. Okay, uh, we have another person who says hello from Scranton. The Pennsylvania contingent is strong today. Yeah. Uh, hello from Koyanfig. And Christina is saying good morning to both of us. April, hello from Dubai. Dubai. I have a non, wow. I have a nine, uh, excuse me, a nonverbal 17-year-old uh, boy. Do we, uh, and, and oh, she says I have a non- Okay, let me try again. Ritual, right? I have a nonverbal 17-year-old <laughs> and boy, do we still have a long way to go. But you know, I quote you all the time, Lisa, I did it yesterday, that I always say to people, as my friend Lisa Ackerman from Taka says, when somebody says autism, it's not game over, it's... Game on. That's right. Game on. Um, and for that 17-year-old, uh, I would tell you the oldest person that went from zero talking that I'm aware of at Taka is 27. There we go. Zero words to talking. And basically it's always unique to the individual. I'm not saying there's a map that works 100% of the time, 100% in the same way for every person. Uh, but in the case of this uh, adult with autism, you know, there were seizures mitochondrial issues and cerebral folate deficiency all of them standard labs that were done um, and the individual received uh, therapies that made such a huge difference um, and the one thing that just drives me bonkers i mean there's like eighty-seven thousand things that drive me bonkers but um for the people living with autism that are pre-verbal at any age often they've their doctor did not order a 24 hour EEG. Um, a 20 minute one at age two and a half or four or whatever is not appropriate. Um, in fact, um, my son has had two EEGs, both clean. Um, I would recommend three EEGs minimum uh, at time of diagnosis, first brain pruning ages six to eight at puberty and one for good measure if you want in their twenties, we'll probably do another one just to make sure Abnormal brain waves and epilepsy um, are so extremely common. And for our pre-verbal kiddos, um, that is perhaps one of the most overlooked areas. And that's just something we can do that will make a big difference. Well, I so appreciate that. And I have to be honest with you and tell you that you have been, there are several things that you have told me over and over and over again. And I go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I don't necessarily listen. Um, and then I find out that you were always right. Can I, can again. I, yes, I know. Um, I, listen, I remember being at a conference with you and you were like, Shannon, you're allergic to milk. And I was like, no, no, I'm really not Lisa. I'm not. And then, you know, six months later, I found out I was allergic to milk. 
Um, and you were like, and, and I was like, and even if I was allergic to milk, I, there wouldn't be things that I could eat. I, my child is on a diet, you know, uh, a casein-free diet, but I can't do it. I, you know, and you were like, yes, you can. And there, I was like, I can't live without yogurt. And you were telling that. And I was like, no, I can't do that. And Lisa was right. Lisa's always right. Um, and, but thank you. (laughs) And, and, and I, uh, you know, with another good friend, I, I have heard you talk about the EEG thing before. Mm -hmm. The problem that I had was that I couldn't get his doctors to agree to it. Now tell me, what is the secret? Because I have seen with the friend that it, you know, knock on wood, it didn't end up that thus far, mm-hmm. we have not seen anything where we were, would have been like, oh, we should have had that before. Yeah. But the friend, it has not been the case. And almost to the point of life and death, wishing that they had had that. So what, what do we say to parents when they, because I did ask and the doctor was like, oh, it's so unnecessary. Uh, there's no need, need, you know, he's not showing any signs of that. There's no need to order it. And so I, I didn't push. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. That's where your local chapter really comes handy. Um, okay. Uh, so if I were stuck and I was like, let's say in Miami, Florida, Gloria and Catherine, um, they're the most amazing. I mean, they're all amazing, but love these girls. I would click on find a chapter, click on email. Uh, and say, hey, I need to find a neurologist that doesn't suck in your area. They would connect you then to somebody that actually cares and follows the American Academy of Pediatric Standards of Care for Autism to help you define. In fact, there's a place, Rosignol Medical Center, um, that's just one hour north of that area that has ambulatory EEGs covered by insurance. Uh, You basically go in there they have literally put the cap on thousands and thousands of kids and adults. Um, they put it on, you wear it for 24 hours, uh, and then the next morning you take it off. Uh, and it is unbelievably easy. You don't have to go in hospital. Um, and what a great time to do it now. They're open now. Uh, so wow. you basically can get an EEG. Um, to okay, go. all right. So, I love that. Listen to Lisa, not me. Yeah, but Um, so what I would do is if international, there's international resources. So if you go for the lady in Dubai with the 17-year-old, she can type up there international at the search bar, find resources that are in that geography. And there are some good functional medicine doctors that actually care, follow the standards of care, and look above and beyond the standards of care to figure out what's going on with that individual. And, you know, as much as this uh, period of time is not what anybody would choose, there have been some, you know, things that have happened that are good. And right now, telehealth in the United States, they've they've relaxed everything. So even if there's a doctor that you've been just wanting to to get together, but they're in Florida and you're not, right, you can do telehealth right now and get a lot done. I have... Like I said, Dr. Rosinal in his office, he's got five doctors from all over the country uh, is doing telehealth. Scourin is doing telehealth. I mean, these are all people that had a six month wait list. And for whatever reason now, you can get in sooner than later and do telemedicine. Um, yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, and the paperwork, it does take a little bit of time, um, but 
get it in there, give them the tools and the history so they can be the best help to your family and to that individual living with autism. There you go. Now, somebody else says, I need Taka help very much. Um, and they were asking, where is the Pennsylvania meeting? I spend all day and night on Taka, uh, but maps and, and labs are so expensive. So can we I'm, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, let's definitely. We have, um, well, let's be clear. Not one meeting is happening right now in communities. We can't um, based on COVID. And Kids with autism, most of them are immunocompromised. If it's not the kid, it's the family. So the meetings are not happening right now. But we have our virtual meetings. So to answer specifically um, that question, I would go to find a meeting, click on the virtual meeting and attend all of those meetings right now. There's two a month. You can do it your leisure. You log in, you get a code, you watch and participate, you get your questions answered. Now, um, for labs and what have you and medical appointments, uh, what I would recommend is there's a document on the website, how to prepare for your doctor's appointment um, and also how to do autism on a budget. Those two things are up and available. So most of the labs that uh, Scourin and Rosignol and Usman and all of these different really great clinicians are recommending through Quest and LabCorp. So if you have insurance, it's going to cover most of your labs with just whatever your deductible is. What I would suggest and where I see families um, fall apart a little bit is they use their uh, functional medicine doctor sometimes as a marriage and family therapist. And I'm totally guilty of that. I have done that. Um, I really recommend that you get your game plan on with your spouse, significant other, the night before. You go in with your hit list. You have 20 seconds of niceties, compliment the shoes and the hair, and then move on. Um, and then get through your list with precision, not like a military function, but close, where you get in and get out. If you do it right, you will spend two hours a year with your physician. If you are, have a more complex kid, it may take three hours. But I've seen families um, that are spending 10, 15 hours with their physician, and that's because the organization can be tightened up. Uh, the marriage and family therapy can be done cheaper somewhere else. Um, and uh, just go in ready to go, ready to have your mission resolved. Um, so I would really recommend Instead of birthday gifts, more plastic and crap, um, ask for your family to uh, donate to your child's medical fund. And yeah. I'm from a big family for years. Uh, we were able to have everyone donate to the two visits we were doing and a couple of emails for follow-up. And it made the biggest difference in his life. And you could waste a lot of time with someone who's not reading the latest research or not following the standards of care from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Sorry. No, what are you sorry for? That's all. Well, I could go on for an hour on that one. And again, I've made, I'm saying I've made every one of these mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when, when the phone, your phone in your home, yeah. um, you know, if you had to dial long distance, you got charged by the minute. Yeah. 
And so if you made a long distance <laughs> phone call, you like only covered what you had to cover and you got off the phone yeah. or you got this ginormous bill. You need to think of these doctors that are expensive the exact same way. So, you know, you're paying, paying yeah. by the minute. Yeah. And, and I think the one area that in the, um, in the how to prepare for your medical appointments, I always try to remind people, what are the five things you're trying to address right now? And tell me about the things, or to the doctor, not me, but tell us about the things that have worked for your kid and the things that sucked, that didn't do anything, that had a negative effect. If you give them the full medical history and your issues you want to address and those things that worked and did not work, that gives them a much better toolkit for understanding what exactly to do for your kid. And it makes such a big difference. There's also the, the TACA mentors, that if oh, you gosh. use your TACA mentor properly, that's going to help you and cut down on costs because you're not going to be calling the doctor every five seconds to ask them something that a mentor could answer for you. So the virtual, again, I'm talking COVID time right now. So with mm -hmm. the meetings on pause, go to the virtual meetings, get a free TACA mentor, join our Hope and Help group. It's a Facebook group. It's a private community. Uh, we're going to provide a link to that in the notes which there's 11,000 people plus on that community right now. And they're asking anywhere from 10 to 30 questions a day that are universal, that can help so many people. And so if you're afraid to ask a question, just watch the questions coming through, search the you know, comments and the different topics from previous posts. And it's so in incredibly helpful. We yeah. also have a helpline here when people call here or you can email us support at takanow.org. And there, so there are multiple ways to get your question answered. Mentor, hope and help, support. And I gotta say, you have to get over the idea that, you can, that you're supposed to be able to afford this all by yourself. Yeah. You have to let go of that yeah. and that you can do this all by yourself, right? Um, I don't know a single person. I love that years ago, Holly Robinson Pete wrote a blog and said, here are the eight things that people should know about autism. Number one, no one can afford it. No one. And she knows Oprah. So if she, you know, says no one can <laughs> afford it, then, then no one can afford it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I certainly had to get help and, and had a fundraiser and then had a friend do a fundraiser yeah. and, you know, there are grants um, there are ways. Ask other TACA members, how did you pay for this? And you'll hear a wide variety of things and you can go, okay, well then I can do this. I can do that. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, we have a bunch of questions, but I want to make, what's that? We have several moms. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, no, you I go. Just wanna, I want to do a shout out. So many different single moms that give food stamps that are doing all the stuff that I'm describing. They, they don't have a no that they're going to listen to. They are going to drive a solution. And I am floored and honored every day to see them. They don't, they find a way. And um, if you are lost and don't know what to do, let us help you find that way. Absolutely. Now I have a bunch of questions that I, I want to get to as many of them as I can, but I also want to make sure that we cover, because you had a list of things that we were going to cover. We talked about one. What else is on our list while yeah. I'm getting these questions? So we talked about the numbers. Blech. Um, yeah. So we have webinars that are held at a specific date and time. And the next one that's coming up on May 7th is on anxiety. 
uh, and it's all the tips and tricks. And we have um, multiples that are coming up following that. And those are at least two to three times a month. Uh, we have our Facebook Lives like you. Um, and on the view side, there's quite a few. So there we've done occupational therapy, adaptive PE, music therapy, um, uh, managing your IEP during COVID. All of these videos are still available. And I think over 70,000 have clicked or viewed or something along those lines. But you can go and look at those. And we're going to be doing another one coming up on behaviors and routines, managing difficult behaviors and routines during COVID. Um, so the virtual chapter meetings are twice a month. We set up a topic for two weeks and you can log in anytime in your pajamas or yoga pants. You know, that's really funny. Before COVID, I didn't have any yoga pants. I've solved that problem. I now have three. Um, so there's the virtual meetings. Uh, then there's the support questions. So the support email, phone, but more importantly, the hope and help group, which I can't stress enough, especially if you're someone who doesn't like to put yourself out there and ask a lot of questions, you want to learn from other people. Um, it's the greatest group and the most giving folks. And it's um, got a lot of tools there to support you, managed by some great folks. And we're going to be putting the links to those in the chats on the different sites. So oh, be, be looking for that. We have a yes. COVID toolkit, a homeschooling mm. toolkit, and there's even how to get your kid to wear a mask in oh. public. Um, social story, you know, uh, visuals, etc. So, I mean, everything that you want to know about COVID, but we're afraid to ask, and it's being updated regularly. So, if you saw it when we launched it on uh, March 13th, it's been significantly updated and read thousands of times since. Sorry, I'll shut up. No, are you kidding me? This is all so good. Uh, but I'm going to uh, venture back to the questions. Yes. For the reading comprehension, do you think it's ever too late to start? No, it's never too late. Right? She says he uses uh, Proloquo to go to yes. request. Unfortunately, insurance covers nothing here, and it's just expensive to do anything extra. Well, what I would do is there is um, a great nonverbal toolkit, pre-verbal, I like to say pre-verbal toolkit because I'm very hopeful on the, the website. So if you just type in verbal at the search, uh, it's in the learning toolkit, but it will give you all of the things you can be doing at home uh, that doesn't cost money and what have you. So reading comprehension, um, what I did is I went out and bought um, books back in the day. Uh, Jeff was really hip to Blue's Clues. Um, in fact, if there was a Blue's Clues Anonymous, he probably would have had to go to it. Um, he had every notebook and paw print. And anyway, so um, point being is, I don't mean make light, but that's the way we do it here at Taka Land. Um, he, we were able to buy those books, uh, learn through um, teaching at home and with our ABA team to really break down the instruction. Uh, it was, you know, what color is the dog? That's starting reading comprehension. What's the book about? Um, what's the title of the book? You know, and be prepared to, I'm going to ask you questions about the book. And it's a whole how-to, um, again, self-directed. In fact, that article I think I wrote, God, 150 years ago, feels like now. But um, you can do those two things. And so for that mom, I would go and look up the verbal toolkit, which is all free, 
and uh, type in comprehension as the second search to find the toolkit. And just uh, presume competence and move forward. Um, and if you're not, if it's not working, find a different way. Don't try the same thing over and over. Try to find the motivation for your kid and try to find a different way about um, approaching it. Uh, speaking louder doesn't always necessarily get that point across and I'm again guilty of that. Been there, done that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, I still can't live without gluten and dairy. I feel you, Shannon, LOL. I need to do it too when I'm frozen in the headlights. I just want to say to you that, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been gluten-free for decades because uh, I have a wheat allergy, but I am now um, dairy-free for, I don't, like six years now. It's such wow. a bummer. It's such a, I'm like, I miss my yogurt. I miss my cold and creamy. I also, because I, I went, because you said to me, uh, I'm allergic. I went and I got the, the test and I was pretty sure it was going to come back. Um, but the thing that really, this is how the conversation went. They called me and they were like, um, you know, we need to talk to you about several things that you're allergic to. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they went, well, first of all, you're allergic to beef and pork. And I went, okay, doesn't matter. I don't eat beef or pork. And they went, oh, okay. Well, a lot of times people are hysterical when I hear that, when they hear that. And I said, no, no, no. And they said, well, you're allergic to milk. And I was like, oh, okay, I, Lisa's right. And then she said the horrible thing. And she goes, oh, and you are allergic to bananas and need to stop eating bananas right away. And I went, no, not my bananas. And she went, boy, this conversation did not go how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Uh, right. I was so happy. My allergy panel came back. I was allergic to kale. Score. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How do you get that? I want that. Uh, that's, but everything. Uh -oh. No kale. Your advantage. No kale for Lisa. Poor thing. You. I love all vegetables, but kale is on the a little bit on the the fence there. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you go to the Taka site and go to the diet section you can find all the different ways that you can be gluten-free and I have to, and dairy-free. And I have to tell you on our website, um, Lisa hosted recipes for us. We called it what's left. And she makes some of the best things in the world. You won't want the dairy and the gluten. You won't even notice that you're missing them. Um, and there's everything there's, you know, you want to make a main dish. You want to make a side dish. You want to make a dessert uh, because she's an amazing, good cook. And your child was gluten-free, dairy-free. And uh, and so Jeff would, uh, this, like you tell it, but Jeff would say, I want you to make X, Y, or Z, right? Yeah, the son of a biscuit watching TV. Um, he saw <laughs> a, a major pizza company advertise a, a, a calzone. And he looked at me and he's like, I want that. I'm like, son of a but I made it. Um, we call it a pizone. Um, so that's also on there. And basically yes. my son would come to me and say, look, I really want to try that um, or whatever that is. And we would find a way to reverse engineer it from Betty Crocker to whatever. Um, but point being is it, I, I know personally, I used to get sick seven to eight times a year. I, I was at least 25 pounds heavier um, and I had trouble sleeping. Um, I was going to the doctor more often, taking antibiotics more often. Uh, doesn't mean my health perfect is perfect today, but um, I have less chronic health issues 
I uh, like to say I'm a lot lighter uh, in my step now than I was. Uh, so I feel like it, it's just been a healthier adjustment. And both my husband and I say on a regular basis, Jeff probably saved our health as well. Mm, there so. you go. I want to give a shout out to the person who wrote to us from uh, Brazil, from Sao Paulo. Uh, they are, they want us to know that they are Japanese and that they, the person says, I am autism um, and says, sorry, my English is not uh, what I would like, but, um, but they like this live show. And so we're so thrilled that you are here. Yay. Uh, somebody wrote it in, said that they have a two-year-old, a two-year-old and 10 months uh, who's on the autism spectrum. And um, he lines up whatever he can get a hold of and keeps watching it, uh, but not when he is stressed. What kind of sensory input is he seeking from it? You know, whenever I see kids lining up, I, you know, they're just trying to organize their world and do something that they can have control over. And often any type of repetitive movement or repetitive gesture like that, um, I want to find out what's going on both medically and then employing um, some applied behavioral analysis, ABA. You know, we want to find ways to show, play, um, give appropriate tools, um, and take that to a constructive place so they can learn and have observational learning and what have you. Um, so I think for kitties lining up, I also want to look you know, to co-infections like yeast, um, you know, uh, stress. Uh, there's a lot of different things. Again, it's not every kid, everything the same way, but I know that when my kid got more vocally stimmy and OCD um, compulsive on a cupboard being open and shut three times before he walked by it, um, going the same way home uh, from school, uh, you know, things like that, almost always there was something of an overgrowth that could be easily tested and treated. Um, the applied behavioral analysis just helped teach the skills that, you know, kids want to learn. Um, and um, once they learn it, then they can acquire these other things that they're going to need for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Somebody wants to know, are teachers welcome in TACA? That oh, this God, individual yeah. teaches K through three with students with autism. Absolutely. So, we come on teachers. down. They want you. We love uh, in fact, uh, teachers who want to come and hang out with us, we love it. Um, we we worship our teachers. We surely miss our teachers right now. <laughs> Don't we? Has yeah. everybody realized how much they should be being paid right yeah. now? Well, yeah. there's that one meme. You lied. My kid is not a delight to have in school. <laughs> that was my favorite. I love it. Uh, our guest from yesterday, uh, Maya, wants to know, uh, actually, that might be a different Maya. I'm not sure. Uh, they want to know, uh, they say, I know that there are people on the spectrum who can't wear a mask due to the itchiness, yes. but there are different masks, right? Yeah, there's a whole set. Again, there are masks that the CDC recommends that will protect you. And then there's the mask that will allow you to walk in a store. Um, you know, yeah. I found, again, the N95, I'm not the CDC, but the N95s are the ones that give you the most protection from viruses and bacteria. Um, the other masks that are out there that allow you to get in the store um, mostly protect other people from you, not people to you. 
Um, so I'm a big fan. People laugh at me. Um, we have a friend who made a bathing suit company productive and uh, they've made bathing suit company masks. And um, I find this one is less irritating, but again, it's not gonna protect you from viruses and bacteria. No but it's easier for kids on the autism spectrum to walk in and, and do things. And you can put an extra layer of protection in there, but we have a whole um, on the Taka Facebook page, uh, social story on how to wear a mask, um, why to wear a mask, what, what's going on um, with the mask. But this just seemed so much easier uh, to tolerate because it's a nylon material um, and washable. There we go. Uh, somebody wants to know, why is it important to do the EEG at puberty if there hasn't been any signs of seizures? My son hasn't ever had one because doctors have told me not needed, which I think that's, most doctors are going to tell us not needed. Now, Lisa's going to break out into hives and not uh -huh. from a mask or kale. I, I may, uh, yeah, I may, uh, yeah. Okay, so um, the brain goes through a lot of changes over time. And just because let's say you did one 24 hour EEG at the time of diagnosis, like four or five years of age. The brain goes through a major change um, at the first brain pruning, typically ages six to eight. Again, not a neurologist. And then another major change at puberty. So there are people that have had clean, two clean EEGs. And that just means at that point in time, we did not capture any abnormal brainwave activity or epilepsy. Um, but often what we have found is seizures almost always seem to be right around puberty and continue on into their 20s. So if hypothetically speaking, you had two 24 hour EEGs early, early on, you want to do another one at puberty. Um, and, and the reason, and again, I'm not here to scare you. I'm just going to share, um, you know, there are reasons why we do EEGs on kids with autism um, because they are more susceptible to things like SUDIP and that sudden unexplained death from epilepsy. Um, we do not want that to happen. And what I have found from a hopeful way is Often when we find and see abnormal brain waves and or epilepsy in an EEG and we treat it, we see kids take off academically, verbally, uh, cognitively. So there's two reasons why you really, really should do it. One, you may see an improvement in everything to do with your kids, autism, uh, learning dis disabilities, language, et cetera, one two, you protect them uh, from any issues that can happen. And again, I don't know why the science doesn't explain why kids with autism who have epilepsy or abnormal brain waves, why they're six times more likely to die from a seizure than a kid just with epilepsy. So I don't know why. I just want to fix and I want to address. So those are the two reasons why you want to do it. And I just got to say the friend that, you know, did not take your advice with me and, um, you know, uh, their child had the first seizure at about uh, 16 years old. And it was a very scary thing. But then six months later had the seizure where they stopped breathing. 
And because the first seizure happened, they were more aware and the doctors were more aware, although they, you know, I will tell you with the first seizure, a lot of times they're like, well, we'll wait and see if there's another one. Um, so fortunately this, this person now is on medication and is doing so much better than they were before. But I know that that mom is like, maybe this is why we didn't, you know, get like, there were things that we just kept hitting a wall and why we couldn't get past them. And there's a lot of regret. Um, so, um, well, I would you know. tell that mom, you know, your woulda, coulda, shoulda just doesn't count. It's today. No. Make a difference but, today. But I will say for people today, like this is why you should listen to Lisa. Because um, Lisa, Lisa's smart and Lisa knows I what she's talking I would love about. to be wrong on this topic. I yeah, I know. love to be the wrongest of wrong. I would love for children with autism or adults to never experience seizures. But I mean, abnormal brainwaves um, are probably over 70% right now. It depends on what study you wanna look at. Um, and if we can normalize that, learning happens. Conversations yeah. happen. Healing happens. Therapies yeah. that you're putting in your kid and everyday doing start to make more progress. So please, please. Yeah get the EEG. Okay. We're totally out of time. I told you we were not going to have enough time and I meant it. And it was, I know an hour just (laughs) won by and uh, I just can't thank you enough, Lisa, for all the work that you do. um, And for being just an awesome example of a person who cares and a mom who cares and, and what you've been able to do for our community is just breathtaking. I hope you have the best mother's day. Uh, I know that it, you know, it is not what it would have been, um, if we weren't in, in this current isolation situation, but I hope that it is still the most wonderful. You deserve it. You're part of our salute to moms this week. You're amazing. Again, go to takanow.org to be hooked up with all of the things that Lisa was talking about. It's there. Become a member. Sign up and become a member of Taka so that you get all the benefits of that and learn everything that you can, but be a part of that tribe. You'll never, ever be sorry. Lisa, thank you. Give our love to everybody there, okay? Hey, happy Mama's Day to you, Shannon. You're awesome. Yeah. Adore you. I adore happy you. Mama's Day to everyone out there. Um, yes. Whatever you're dealing with, you know, this too shall pass. So hang tight. That's right. Hang tight. All right. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with Ask Dr. Doreen. Dr. Doreen Grampiche will be here. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now, you guys. Bye.